Winter was good, bro. We went yeah, on tour yeah. in like November. Okay, yeah. And it was cool. And I did Christmas. <laughs> Remember Christmas? All that stuff. It was oh, good, man. Time. I think we're in a good spot. I'm excited for this year. It feels, yeah. things are feeling pretty good. Yep, yep. I don't know about you, but like, yeah, summer's coming up. They announced the Summerfest lineup today. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Um, I looked through it briefly, honestly. I didn't dissect it too well, but right. I think there's some good acts on there. Odessa, I wish I was playing at a free stage. I would love to see Odessa. Yeah. Electronic group. Yeah. Uh, it's not? It's at the like big... I think there are a big artist at the Amphitheater. I could be wrong, though. Oh, really? I could be wrong. Because yeah. I think... I thought a... they might be at the like BMO Pavilion, which is like the weird oh, downstairs. Really? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, have a look. Yeah. But that what... day, that day was thin, though. I what mean, is like, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they loaded like the indie stuff in like the last two days. Cause it, they're yeah. they're doing like uh three weekends again this year. Yeah, right? I like that. I just really like Summerfest. I, like I think that, like a yeah. lot of people who grew up here are jaded about it because they're like, oh, it's just like where I first got drunk. Of Die, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I'm like, yo, you have like a sick music festival that is borderline free. Like yo, you can literally God. do your groceries and just get a receipt that gives you a free entrance. Oh my God, yeah. Like, it's a borderline free festival. It's great. Yep. I yep. just will never, d- I have no time for people Ax- to say it's every not great. Stage. You know? like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can just walk around, still will find some cool music and just right. chill. Just and they have to it. serve everyone. So like, there's a lot of acts that people might think are whack, but it's like, yo, this is for the, 50 year old generation yeah, you know what yeah, i mean like right, right. Cre- queen's just... playing like <laughs> i've never heard their music i know they have like long hair and stuff uh-huh. so i can relate to some degree but like uh-huh. i don't know that's for people like oh I yeah you can I'm walk so around and find something that you like you know for sure or you can at least watch and just take something in and go huh right especially bigger acts man they, they've done it for years they figured it out yeah, you know what i mean yeah, i don't yeah. love like the backing track <laughs> thing but like there's bands that are like they know what they can do they know what they have to do yep it's kind of dope yeah super sick i'm in a really good like i love music spot right now yeah you could call me like two years ago i'd be like yeah music nah. right now i'm like pumped like listen <laughs> you know like I mean? listening to music or just music in general just, just in general man yeah i haven't i haven't like fallen in love with an arts in a while which is a shame mm. but um just mm. like in general man like going to a show or seeing a thing and just being like i don't know just that like do you think covid had to do with it maybe, maybe. Like i think that year i was pretty like down i think in general i yeah. guess there weren't shows you know yep. those live streams not very fun oh. um, <laughs> yeah like that was not no but um i don't know man i just i don't know yeah. like I'm, yeah. I'm in like a space where i'm like just want to hear people do their thing and say their thing and For do sure. their thing who and, do you like, want to see at Summerfest this year um that's interesting i did think oh cool. I'm gonna i pull I it up right now too okay uh, I want to see Andy Shoff actually. Oh, dude! Yeah, I yeah. saw him at the back room. Uh, oh, that, what a perfect venue, Sim! What yeah, a perfect venue! Oh Benny my Sim. god! Yeah. So Did he play good. the clarinet like live? I think he had a clarinet player. Okay, yeah, I know he does that. Okay, yeah, and that's oh like one of my favorite bits of his sound. Uh, it makes sense that he would have someone playing that. Yeah, one yeah. of my favorite parts of his set was the honestly the drum the drumming and the drummer just so that, quiet. that nice like quiet but like lots of snare fills and just. Just really just groovy. Yeah. Yeah. You played that quite. I don't know if you had like towels on there and stuff, but it's like, that is a real way of playing the drums that is mad, still magic to me, you know, like to play that quiet and controlled. And yep. it's it's amazing. Where is he from? Andy, Andy Shaw. Shaw. Uh, I think Canada. Canada. Okay. 
Oh, I love this. We got the screen with the oh, liner. Yeah. Okay, so I like I I think that yeah, you're this right. That's be... gonna be in the amphitheater. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're not gonna be. Able... But you know what's wild is Bonobo is opening or supporting for Odessa. So how big must Odessa be? Because Bonobo's huge in England. Huge. Are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... Odessa's pretty. Yeah. Pretty huge right now. Yeah, I, I, would, yeah. I would imagine. I don't. Okay. I don't keep in touch too much with the electronic scene these days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, imagine Dre. <laughs> Man, I yeah. I, like I said, I'm on a big. I love music kick, but I don't know if that's something <laughs> that I. Yeah. I tell you, yeah, it's this. It's this weekend where I'm like really. I'm really Japanese digging breakfast it. would be really sweet. really cool. Youngblood's um, pretty cool. Um, oh, Young I, Blood, I'm a yeah. big Jenny Lewis fan. Have you ever listened to Ryder Kylie? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, well I'll 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 link you with some stuff. Is like, Andy Shaw on this weekend too? Yeah, exactly. Dude, Smash Mouth. Did you see that? <laughs> I'm not I'm not getting to that. But um, I really like <laughs> Scotty McCreary, an ex-American oh, sure, yeah, Idol yeah. country guy. I like a lot of the songs that okay. either he wrote or people wrote for him, more likely. But they're great songs, which is good. Um, yeah, Andy Shaw, Mountain Goats, obviously big inspiration for me. This is a Milwaukee band, The Guffs. Are they? Mm-hmm. Okay, a little bit older. They were, I think, pretty big in the 2000s. Huh. And uh, I saw them last year, actually. Fun yeah. fact: my mom dated the drummer back then. Really? Uh, Damn! Yeah. It's in your blood. I remember making the mentioning <laughs> it to some really. people, like at the. Oh yeah, could it could have been. been. <laughs> it could have been in your blood. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. We were mentioning it when I was like watching them play, and there's I was in line to grab a beer and um, just making small talk with. And the she band. said that. And no, yeah. I no. It was just me and some uh, older folk were there, and I was like, "Yeah, my mom dated the drummer." And the the dude like looked at the drummer and looked at me. And he's like, "That's amazing." And did you think like, <laughs> "Oh, maybe"? No, I was like, "Oh my god, that's a good joke." But <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no way. <laughs> that is fun. Uh, the regrets are kind of yeah. cool. They have they regrets pure pop. The but sticks like play rare, every year. Some of them are really catchy. Yeah, sticks. Yeah, man. I think I'm the right, second weekend's not doing as much for me. I think the first... I love the Avett Brothers. I, I really love that band. I haven't listened to them in years, mm. but I, I, there was a time they put out like four albums in a row oh, that dude. just... Oh. Vance Joy, I would love to see. Is he English? He's English, right? I think so. He's like a folk I English so. guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's cool stuff. Let's check it out. Cool. Let's go together. Let's, yeah, let's hear some stuff. Yeah, let's hear yeah. some weird stuff. Yeah. I'll be around. I'll be around for it's sure. cool. Definitely. So yeah. I want to ask you... So before uh i'm gonna get that beer. grab it grab it yeah, grab yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> you're getting serious do you want to get, get guinness at all yeah i'll have a guinness yeah let me just take this all right perfect do you want a two two women bottle sure all right yeah absolutely look at the exchange what actually what is your opinion on um spotted cow i don't like it that much okay but i like yeah, yeah. uh i like moon man a lot Yes. The, okay. That's yeah, same company, same brewery. Yep. If anyone I was just talking to I think Kaylee Conway. We were talking about New Glarus. Yeah. And yeah, I think Spotted Cow is a little overrated. Not gonna lie, it's it's not great. It's things. like no different to like High Life. Yeah. In any way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big Kaylee Conway fan, by the way. Her stuff's incredible. Oh, I have my drum key. That was actually a bottle opener. I have a drum key bottle opener. It's extremely practical. I like made a. I bought one for my drummer like years ago on tour, and uh. Yeah, because he'd always like 
misplaced his Thank drum you. key. So I got him once put on his keys and then he'd misplaced his keys. He'd always put his keys in like the front pouch of his cymbal bag. Uh-huh. But between the two of them, he'd always find it in good time. Okay. So just it was like between two outlets. Like, oh, this, I got the one. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really good present. Then I was like, I kind of want one of them as well. Yeah. So I got one myself. It's like, you know, when you're at like a music shop and they have them in like the front. Yeah. It's like that. The little add-on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, like, oh, yep. we're going to sell you this on the way out. I'm like, yeah, you win. Like Sweet. that's, that's yep. sick. So yep. Yep. there you go. Little bottle, bottle opener. You can mm-hmm. use it whenever too, you know, just mm-hmm. keep it on your keys. Never know when out someone else will need it. No. Whether it's a beer or yeah, yeah, like my drummer, <laughs> current drummer is looking for it. He's more organized than my old drummer, but I'm like, throw it, my, throw my keys to him. Like, have at it, you know? Right. Yeah. So how did you end up in Milwaukee? Um, I was touring a lot in the US and I was doing thing. I had some indie label support and it was very much like what I was doing. And um, I, I was doing it like we basically, because like obviously the flight from England is like pretty expensive. Um, uh-huh. Like... I don't know how much we were. We were flying to New York. So yeah, like around back then it was like around three fifty dollars. So it was very much like get there and do as much as you can. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yep. get there, make money on the road and cover the flight costs. You know, we yep. were kind of breaking even on those tours kind of thing. And like it was like, okay, we get there. So we were doing the whole thing and like also border control, all that shit. So like we would do longer tours and then I do it with my old drummer and then he left the band. He wanted to do other stuff and be more responsible and be more homely in a way. Like, you yeah. know, be his girlfriend, do all the, do all yep. the life things like yep. for sure. One of my best mates getting married this year, which yeah. is in keeping with that. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. His cool. decision making. <laughs> yeah. Five right, years right. Ago. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, yeah, like we're doing that. And then I'm like quite adventurous. I like to just be wherever I really don't, care where i am or i'm sleeping as long as like i'm meeting people and people are cool you know like kind of thing um and yeah and like when he quit i was like well we're touring the u.s a bunch and i see like the potential future here i feel like the music industry here, music i like is here touring with basement shows and all that stuff is more financially sustainable than in the uk where things are very very different and much harder um and I was just like, you know what? If I'm going to pursue the music thing, I have to be in the US no matter mm. what, you know, whether whether I'm full-time and making mega or just like even on the level I'm doing, like I just want to be here. So yeah, so I was kind of like, I had a valid work visa, which is what we had to do. Um, after, yeah, and like basically I was like, why don't I just figure it out? Like stay here and figure it out. And um, I was drifting for a long time because from touring, like you have a lot of friends in random, random places, you know? Yeah. And so I was drifting a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. like I had a friend that was like, you can stay in my apartment in New Jersey while I'm on tour for two weeks. And then I have a friend in Philly. He's like, you can crash on my couch for a week. And then a friend in Pittsburgh. And like, it was very like, I never didn't have a place to stay, Mm. but drifting is like quite emotionally. It has an emotional toll actually. Yeah. Because you can never quite feel welcome enough or you can never quite feel like i don't want to feel like i'm taking from people Mm -hmm. you know or like an imposition and i was like drifting a lot and it it gets like quite emotionally tiring but what i did have was i had a friend here um you know the band telephone yes yeah the bassist alex um who also rents at the factory our rehearsal space uh he was like very much like booked me for a show that year i'd never met him he just like wrote reviews for like punknews.org or like that website And uh, when I was hanging out with him, he was like, yo, if you have any place to stay, you can stay for as long as you want, you know, and all that. And I was like, I've heard this about eight times in the last 
couple of months. Like the people are really generous and nice in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they know the reality of having someone freeload on their sofa. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like you have a cool apartment. You have a cool apartment here, and I'm sure you'd have some for two weeks. But like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you know, after the two weeks, yeah. <laughs> then it's like, hang away. You're not paying rent. You're not there. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And uh, like, totally understandable stuff. You know. Yep. Um. But he was very much like. Yeah, we had this random guy who also wrote for Punk News crash with us for a week and he ended up staying three months and we didn't care. And I was like, you really mean that, don't you? And he was like, yeah, I really mean that. I was like, okay. So I wasn't like, I'm going to stay a long, long term, but I was like, I've got I've got two weeks in this. I got right, three right. weeks in this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I kind of did that. And then one of their roommates moved out. He actually hopped on tour with me because I was passing through Denver and he wanted to move to Denver. It was really funny. Mm. So he hopped out and then it was like, wait, when I get back from this tour, why don't I live somewhere? And from there, like now, you know, uh, have more of a life life here, you know? Interesting. So, yeah, that's literally how it Whoa. happened though. It was like, it, that never would have worked long, long term for me for uh-huh. sure. But it was like more of that leap in the net will appear like yeah. just like go for it and figure it out yeah. you know kind of thing so and i'm grateful when you that. mentioned work visa did you have a like a, a job here that supported the work visa or how, how does that work in the u.s oh it's wild so you have to really apply for a specific category and do okay. all that process i don't want to get too deep into it i'm sure it's but i'm yeah i'm on an artist visa right now oh, uh, cool. which okay. is interesting limiting cool but there's a lot of things around that. I'm applying for a green card, actually. I will say so. Congrats. That's gonna, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. But, <laughs> but yeah, I need yeah. I need more like freedom with that. It's it's a very weird, expensive, limiting thing that like you have to really want to try and do. Anyone can hit me up about it. Like anyone, I know some people do really want advice and right. stuff. I know people that I've spoken to in the past. But yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. I really just it's a lot, but. It's just the way I felt my life was going, and yeah. I don't regret it. Is it long-term tenable? Not really. <laughs> That's why I'm looking into other things. But yep. yeah, no, for sure. It's cool. a weird thing. It's a weird now thing. you're here. It's, weird. it's really annoying because I, I toured the uh, Europe. The last time I toured Europe was a long time ago, and I was it was when I was crashing in Milwaukee, and I like arranged for my band like of Americans, and I was like, well, if I do this... I need to figure out a visa for them to come over because I don't want them to fly in. And I mean, it's possible you can just do that. They could just fly in. But I was like, I'll look into it. And um, it cost, bear in mind, I paid for this. It's not much. It was $150. It got cleared within four hours. And it was for my whole band to be there for up to three months at all. Holy shit. And I was like, you fuckers like you know what i mean i was like sure it like, was way it is like wow. consistently worse for me here and wow. like i don't know yeah. it's like <laughs> i was like fuck like i don't know it was like one thing i was like okay that's cool i can get my u.s band there without having to worry about it yeah. you know but yeah. also like, i was like fuck you <laughs> oh my kind of God. Thing. yeah it's a, it's a weird one anyone can hit me up if they want advice and that kind of stuff yeah it's, it's not easy you have yeah. to you have to really want to fucking be here trust me uh, <laughs> i've questioned that at times but <laughs> but right now i'm in a good spot so yeah. right yeah. right it's worth it now mm-hmm. so do you foresee to be in milwaukee for i guess are you not even really thinking much about that I don't know, like next next few years. I want to say as well with the visa thing, I had I had a really helpful, I had a visa sponsor, which is okay. my label in Philadelphia, 
was get this right records it was like a hardcore label actually we were the only non-hardcore band it was like yeah i was gonna down. ask you you dum, said you were kind of in the punk scene yeah and that guy owns like a screen printing merch company that's like pretty successful and uh he really helped me out figured out a lot of the paperwork gotcha. would sell me merch at cost and uh-huh. like john bows a cold cuts prints in in philly like without that kind of help i wouldn't i wouldn't even yeah like, I, I don't know he also instilled that diy mindset just like just book your tour like just, stop complaining yeah and i'm like all right man i mean like all right put your boots on and get <laughs> yeah on yeah man. but like it was good you know saying hardcore and punk there's a lot of that like diy ethos you know uh-huh. so i do want to say that with all that stuff he helped me a lot but so. you started out playing in canterbury like around there yeah um i was in college in manchester which is like obviously a pretty historic music city with like Oasis uh-huh. and Smiths. And I was at college there. We started there, like my last year of college. I started this quite late, honestly. Like I know a lot of people here that have been playing shows on tour since they were 16. And sure, stuff. Like yeah, my drama, yeah. Corey's like, oh yeah, I played. <clears throat> I went on tour first time 16. I was like, bro, I was like in my last year of college. Like oh, I started yeah. this quite late. But um, yeah, so I was in Manchester and then we were in Canterbury, which we did some fun local stuff. It's tiny city. And so we'd just do as much as we could, you know, we did uh, England and we'd hop on our first couple Europe tours and then just always loved American music and the punk scene here. And so just like really mm-hmm. focused ourselves on that, you know, really sent our records, sent our music around and tried to make things happen. And then, wow. you know, again, it's not a big thing, like we're not on a major label or anything, but we did have like small indie labels that were like, we'll print your vinyl, we'll help you out, we'll fill your visa, visa paperwork, like we'll fill, you know, yeah. and that's like, People that love music, man, like for real, you just meet people that love music that want to support you and it's it's insane, you know. Do you think like the mentality at Manchester, because you said it was a pretty historic musical city, yeah. do you think the mentality is like, that? do you think your peers really helped you have the idea of getting over to the US no. and start touring? or no. well, not for a second. No, I think uh, that's not, I, I think it's a more an American thing. I think American punk and hardcore is very DIY and like sure. we got to do it ourselves and get out there. It was actually that, not not. Wow! The, so I you were not, influenced by America, being yeah, over there. for wow. sure. Like when I started, it was like the like no sleep and run for cover records kind of thing. I don't know if you're ever Mm-mm. privy to that kind of stuff. It was like in the punk scene. It was like very like. Did you listen to a lot of punk? I up? did. Yeah, yeah, I did actually growing okay. up. Yeah, for sure. And um, that was a big part of it. But then there were also there were people in Manchester again. There were people who did. DIY shows that got it, like people that came over here and did a lot of stuff, you know, like I, I'll see American friends bands playing like theaters and doing those tours and it'll be a guy I know from Manchester running their sound for American bands and doing that. So there was, it, but it was all trickle down from like the DIY, the punk, the hardcore. I gotta say enough, like I'm not as much of a part of that anymore, but like I remember, like, we used to get up, like, at a, a hardcore all day in Tallahassee, Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And I would get up there with an acoustic guitar. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, well, got to do this. You know what I mean? Yep. I was yep. running it through an amp. I'd try and get a bit of that, like, distortion going. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm on this stage with a fucking acoustic guitar. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck so, yeah. like, yeah, no, I was a lot of, like, a lot of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my life looked like, for a while. How for you, real. Would, would you pre-plan, like... Bring it. Would you travel with a, an acoustic guitar when you're doing tours, or like, how would you coordinate? So, I'm just thinking for myself because yeah. I'm gonna be in Europe and I'm not gonna be bringing on a carry-on acoustic guitar. Would you just 
people are pretty great gracious as far as giving up their instruments yeah for the most part okay usually yeah like the first time we toured the u.s we brought nothing like nothing and again like we're really lucky like the guy did you rent it or you just from home no so we're so lucky so the the guy who sponsored our visa john bows in philly happens to be a drummer so he lent us like we did we just took breakables but he lent us the breakables Mm. And so we had that. Um, I f- did flow over, fly over my acoustic guitar, okay. and then I used like a. It was just a terrible setup. Like I, I would never do that. Do now. Like I was like, we, we, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not. Guitar, I'm not. I would not recommend bass. that to anyone. <laughs> but like, have you heard this band called the Front Bottoms? What's that? The Front Bottoms. Have you heard of that band? Ah, it sounds familiar. I can't pull them up. Well, yeah. they like inspired us a lot, and they were a two-piece with acoustic guitar, and it was just like, oh, we could just do what they do. Sure, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And then you do it for a while. You're like, I actually kind of <laughs> want to sound like a bit more of a thing, you know? <laughs> right. But like, yeah, we kind of did that, and like, so we would borrow the breakables, and then every venue, like, or promoter would hit them up in advance and go like, yo, we're not touring with the backline. Can we borrow them? We did that on like. We used to tour, we'd just borrow a car, basically, yeah. or wherever yeah. we were. If we are in England, we'd use my friend's, my drummer's Ford Fiesta, which I don't know if that exists. Do you have Ford yeah, Fiesta? Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, it's like tiny. Car, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it had, yeah. like, four doors, you know? Yeah, two-door, little, little, yeah, right. little bug kind yeah, of Yeah, right. So we'd have, like, our two, like, or one or two trunks of merch, depending. And then I'd have my acoustic guitar case or my electric and uh, he'd have, like, his snare drum and cymbal bag. And then we'd give people an advance notice. We don't want to mess people around, you know, but be like, yo, we're not talking to the back line. One of the opening bands has to, like, do it. And so right. we do it like that. We keep it real slim, man. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, it, it can be really expensive to destroy. It just depends what you're running. Like, at the end of the day, play to what you're doing, what your wallet is, you know? Like, yep. just yep. figure it out, yeah. That's for real. Ass. So we, we really did a lot of that and, like, I feel like now it's a bit more where it's like, yeah, I do want three or four people. Sure, <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't want to play an acoustic <laughs> guitar through a DI. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, that's that's like good. Have you done uh, solo acoustic set tours? Yeah, okay, I, I love it. I love. Yeah, it. you do like it. Yeah, people are less stoked on that because people want bands. But like, uh-huh. yeah, I what kind of venues do you book when you do that? Uh, mostly like basementy type stuff. Sure, I think like yeah, people okay. especially when you hit up promoters and they're like, oh, you're playing acoustic. There's very much a, oh, we c- this is going to be easier. Oh, it's yeah. It's going right. to be smaller. It's going right. to be quiet. Like, that's the expectation. But, like, why? Just just run it. I hate that shit. It's Crank like, it oh, up. you're playing acoustic. You're going to open up. I, like, say I'm like, nah, man. No, just because I'm playing acoustic doesn't mean it's I have to be, be like, the token and opener. Right, yeah. Right, back yourself. Right. Like, yeah. Also, like, if you're playing on a four-band bill, you're acoustic. Put me in the middle. It's Give like a, a nice change of place break. for the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah definitely. God, I have all these fucking thoughts and feelings. No, seriously. I'm like no, soaking like, it real, in because yeah. I'm like, I want to be doing that. So, Dude, isn't it cool know? playing solo? It's oh, so much it. fun. It's so intimate. I really You're like playing how soon, like, solo, right? Yeah, so I do four-piece four right now for the most part, but here and there when the guys can't fully make it, I just do solo because I really enjoy the intimacy and just the control almost. Like oh, if I kinda, yeah. If I kind of fuck up, like, I can go into something else and just, like, you know, have that just, I don't know, that control with it. Yeah, know? yeah. No, I totally get yeah. it. Sweet. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I also, like, just, like, if I'm in a bad mood, I can go louder in sections or quieter. Yeah. Or I can speed up or I can just... It's it's cool. I it, like that. It really uh, feels more like a conversation. 
Yeah, it, I was gonna say it elevates the the songwriting and the lyric lyricism too. Yeah, but right. the full band you can't really you can listen for it maybe with earplugs if it's real loud, but you can't really get it like a, a solo set for sure. I, I love think that. you have to be wanting to sell the songs. You have to, you want to have to like tell your story, mm. and I like the freedom to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's cool that you start doing that more. I think every like songwriter should like honestly, yeah, it's yeah. like really cool. And I think it's just more manageable too, as far as setting up a tour and everyone's working and trying to find people who want to come along um, and take. It time can be off it can it. be hard. Yeah, it can be hard you to know. do that for sure. I will say though, like I've had it right down to the wire before. Like the bassist Ben that I have right now, like I found him like a week before our last tour. Where I was legit panicked, where I was like, I might have to do this tour solo. But I think like leap in the net will appear is like what I try and remind myself you know like if you want to do it we'll figure it out but like it has been extremely stressful (laughs) so i'm not i'm not discounting that you know but then at the end of the day like if you know you have it in your back pocket you know sometimes i still book shows and i get asked are you solo or you banned and i'm like i'm banned i want you to think i'm banned but also like it's kind of cool to know that like they're not turned off by it you know Mm mm-hmm right so yeah it's just a different kind of dynamic with it because yeah i really because i've been um like watching or uh, observing from afar the Holy Pinto project. And I've always been wanting to talk with you specifically because I, I think I'm in a little bit s- similar situation as far as like a singer songwriter within a band. Like I have a band play with me, but I, um, I don't know how your creative process is, but I really do you record everything. Yeah. Me too. Mo- yeah. yeah. Me Other too. than three songs um, total, but everything else is fully me. Uh, oh, you have three songs. What? Three so-, so three albums out. Three of the songs oh. are full band record. Sorry, I oh, avoided that. Okay, yeah, I was like, you have three songs. Yeah. I'm like, pretty sure you just put out a record, <laughs> yeah, right? Three like songs. Last year. Yeah, no. yeah. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Having that duality to it of being able to do a solo set and it still has a similar impact, I think, is really sweet. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I really, I really believe in that. I, I think I do get a lot of people surprised. Like, oh, I enjoyed that, <laughs> and I'm like fuck you but yeah, like, right. like no but people have this impression of like a solo artist you know like of a, a guy with an acoustic tie is one of the more boring things that you could like mm. picture yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you know on a weekend out yeah know. like bloke with acoustic guitar it's like i don't care about your fucking feelings like yeah. I, you know what i mean like right. but it's like nah like we're in this room we're having a conversation i have these songs and i'm gonna tell you what i think and what i wrote but like we're having a conversation. Let's yeah. hang out for half an hour. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and yep. I, I love, I love it. I do love it. I also want to tour with a band more than solo. So it's, so, it's by the yeah. same, like you, like ideally having a band. I definitely empathize with that. And yep. there is no good answer. It's just stressful. When's your next <laughs> Milwaukee show? Cause I got, I haven't seen you play live yet. Have you not? No, yeah. No, no, um, no. Okay. So it's funny. I'm going to put you on the spot here as well, but um, our next show is April sixth, at eighty-eight nine. We're doing um, a revamped version of what they did—the four four one four live thing. Which have you done that? The four one four live. It's like they do a studio session every Thursday. Through eighty-eight nine. Yeah. yeah, I remember they had that. Yeah, yeah before yeah. COVID. Yes, so they're, they're getting that started that. again. Sick. It's been three years, and wow, wow, three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not even get into that. Yeah, yeah. it's been three years, and uh, they have such a nice space in there, right? It's it at sounds. The so good wow. it's a great place to play a show so you should hit i've only up. seen it through the window like oh my god they used to throw shows there <laughs> dude i'll tell you what you're coming to that <laughs> oh uh, fuck like, yeah fuck like, say yeah. hi to kenny the dj like 
yeah, you'll yeah, then yeah. book you all in a second like for Fuck real. Yeah. that's so that's the next thing on april 6th thursday um april 6th, cool yeah and then we're heading on top but i wanted to put you on the spot about something yeah yeah, yeah. i was thinking about it not not like long term thinking about it but like i have some friends from philadelphia actually that really again help me out a lot you know like yeah. i've been in philly and just be like, I want to play a show to recoup some of the flight that I took to get uh-huh. here for, funnily enough, filling out my visa paperwork. Oh, and sure. Having okay. to get the thing. <laughs> um, and they like just put me on in their rehearsal space and like got people along. So they're like, they're people that I love and they're really cool. They're in a band called Kara Kara, who's Kara-Kara. like, they, they have a lot of like really cool critical acclaim. They put out a record last year people really liked and they're on tour for three weeks now and they're actually they really like Milwaukee in the same way I do where it's like Uh wait so they're moving here no they're just on tour but they have like two days off in between Minneapolis and the Milwaukee show on the Friday gotcha and so I was like I'm gonna get you together an acoustic show like let's jam and just enjoy it but I'm also like I don't like I don't book shows much because I hate it because it's uh-huh. stressful and like honestly, God bless the promoters and people who put on shows. Mm-hmm. I'm one of you. I've done it a lot in yeah. my life, but I know, like, I know what it's like. But I um, wanted. I'm putting together a show next Thursday, and it's gonna be. I texted the owner of Holler House, which is the oldest continuously yeah, running. Dude. Yeah, yeah, the bowling, bowling alley. alley. Yeah, and I want to run it as like a bowling tournament or like a bowling thing, like a punk rock bowling thing. Oh, and I want to have like three artists doing half an hour acoustic sets. They're gonna set up acoustic. They're gonna be a secret act. I want to know if you wanted to do that with me. Dude, if you wanted to play, super down. You want to do that? Super down. We'll just hit up some friends. I want to figure out the bowling thing. Holler House, man. You want to do be that? So cool. We'll that play that. So yeah, cool. we'll play there. I'm gonna to speak to the owner this weekend. Next um, Thursday. Next Thursday. The thirtieth. Probably. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm literally as I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm available. I'm not that organized. Available, when I say yeah. like I want to put you on the spot, I was this is not. I thought about this but yesterday, yeah. but I texted the owner and she was down. So yeah, just like a little acoustic thing. Yeah, I might like like I said, <laughs> I want to run like a bowling tournament or like a, a like some kind of bowling thing because I kind of want to make it. I don't want like her locals to have to pay entrance. I don't want to ticket it. Yeah. I want to just get people there, invite homies, have a fun night. But I also want to like raise money for the touring artists. So I'm thinking like, I want to ask her how much the bowling lane hire is because they have humans set up yep. the pins, the right? Pin boys, humans, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. humans. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? Rolling it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I want to find out how much that is, and then I want to go like, do I run a tournament? Is it ten buck mm. entry? Do I have a payout and then give the rest the touring act? But I just want to do it. I just want to write three acts. I'll open it. Um, would you be out for it? You want to play last and I'll sandwich the so down in the middle? So down. Beautiful. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, thank you for asking me. That's fucking sick. Yeah, let's do it. It'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited to see your set then. (laughs) There you go. You're going to have to. That was the whole point. I I want you to have to see me. Have you ever seen me play before? No, I haven't. (laughs) Oh, fuck yes. I know you haven't seen me. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's good. I've wanted to for a long time, man. I have. I truly Likewise, likewise. Dude, the Hollow House is fun. There's so much history there. Have you been there? Yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's play a really show there, man. Really cool spot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's like pictures of Jack White in there. Like he really he, he comes there every. It's a ball. I think just to check out the hit. Maybe he's bold there, but there's okay. A, um, and then uh, I think Darcy or Marcy is like one of the old ladies that is behind the bar. I think she passed away. So the old one, yeah, she recently passed away. Um, legend, and I think her daughter or Kathy. I believe so. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, man, we could like sitting down at the bar, 
specifically I went with my parents once and just had this long conversation about the history and they just there's just so it's much wild, yeah. love that they they probably tell the stories every day i think i've but, i think i've heard a bit you know, of that yeah, it's yeah. just like they, kathy was trying to rope me into a cribbage night a few weeks ago yeah yeah, yeah she was pretty <laughs> cutthroat about it as well she was pretty like yeah yeah cool we need someone you gotta come and i was like i because I, I hit her up i was like sure. is it tuesday cribbage night it was like valentine's day right this is so lame but it was valentine's day and uh-huh. like my girlfriend taught me cribbage and i was like I know, like a cribbage time walking. At the Hollyhouse? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And <laughs> nice. she's like, no, it's tomorrow. We need a player. And I was like, I'm not free tomorrow. I can't do it tomorrow. Uh-huh. But she's like, no, no, no. We need a player. I'm like, no, it's like tonight is your weekly night. Why can't we? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was trying you, to figure it out. You have, to, you have to come. <laughs> yeah, right. So I texted her like the other day and I was like, would you be interested in putting on a show? She was like, yeah, don't care. I'm in Florida. So I'll be back cool. on Saturday. I was like, I'm going to go. Nice. Yeah. Yes. We're doing that. That'd be fun. That's going to be because your tour starts April six, yeah. on the 6th. So it's a Milwaukee little send off kind of mm-hmm. thing. Cool. Yeah. Where, where's yeah. that at? That's the 89 one. That's the 88. Cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's yep. kind of like a, it's, it's like, obviously it's a radio session, but it's also kind of like a show. You know it what I mean? Kind of yeah. running. Is it like open that. to the public? Yeah, it is. Cool. Free. Open to public. Cool. Uh, Niall yeah. Nile is playing before us. Niall X Nile? Niall X Nile, yeah. Yeah, cool. Because he's doing a little Midwest tour right now, too. I believe. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sick. So uh, you play poker? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's was, poker night tonight. Later. I was thinking about cribbage, and then you... Uh, I get it confused. Like, when I see the cards like in Cribbage, I'm like, oh, it's a I honestly great. don't know how to play Cribbage, but my roommate... But you're from Wisconsin. I know. Sort that out, man. You've got to sort that out. Yeah, That's yeah not right. That's not Beep. <laughs> yeah. you got to sort know. that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't I play... Know. Really? I, I, you want to teach me? Damn. <laughs> I would teach you. I'm not the best person to do that, you know, but I would teach you. Yeah, that's with the, the pegs... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know how to play. It's that. technically an English game, but it's like way more prominent here yeah, in Wisconsin. Right. Than <laughs> it's like sheep's head. Yeah, here is huge. Yeah, sheep's head. Yeah. Sheep's head. Sheep's head. Yeah, have you ever heard of it? No, uh, I actually don't know how to play that one either. But it's pretty. Pretty popular. You gotta in get your man. Wisconsin on, that's, man. This, this is, this is that's like why I have my my girlfriend knows all the card games. I have this weird thing about me where I. I love card games and I love playing them, but for for the life of me, it's I can't. It's a cannot, good hang. I can, it's such a good hang. It's yeah, so fun. Yeah. Bring a deck of cards to the bar. Absolutely. But I can't remember the rules to games. I mean, some of them I do. Yeah, it's like yeah. My girlfriend will have, and I think some certain people have this ability where they just know card games in their head, locked in, I, and they yeah. know how to explain it. Like, I don't, that's I, why i'm uh, like i don't think i'm the best person for that because like when i play i'm like remembering in real time you know right like, it's yeah. like kind of got to get into it and it's a weird oh, one i remember this. it's actually kind of a weird one okay it makes sense when you know it but i think it I is mean, a weird I'd imagine one. with the little like pegs in there and uh, <laughs> it's just the <laughs> weird counting system like do you play bar dice yeah yeah i have i have i i don't Last do it dance? often no yeah. <laughs> i try not to because i'll get hammered but like it's what is it? You got to get sevens or elevens? Uh, bar dice? Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to like get the same number as much as possible and ones count as the number, basically. I clearly, yeah, do. let's I not, clearly uh, don't even know how to... Let's <laughs> not take us down that stress <laughs> corridor. Yeah. What bars do you go to around Milwaukee? I'm on Brady a lot. Yeah. I hit a lot of Pete's Pub on Brady. Um, a lot. Oh, a lot of sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I really like the Highbury and Baby, but I don't go that much anymore just because I live so far away. The but where? The, the Highbury, the soccer bar. Oh, okay. Highbury? I, yeah, in, uh, in Bayview. I don't know if I bet. Yeah. You know, it, it's one. very much like a soccer bar. Got you. It's okay. like, I used to Is go it? there on like Sunday, Saturday mornings. Yep. But then. You think of like Nomads. Yeah. Bavarian. Yeah, it's like that. It's like Highbury, that. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a hardcore version of Nomad. Like people, you're there, you're like, what? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like early in the morning. Too. Uh, 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I stopped going as much because yeah. I live far away, but also like I got so sick of like getting drunk at 6 a.m. Sure. You know, like yeah. I got, I was like. Your day is shot. Oh my god! It would be like twelve thirty, and it would just be like, "What do I do now?" Uh-huh. And it would, the answer was nothing. Right, it's like Saturday, right. you know? Like right, right. it's like okay, I've got nothing for four hours, and then someone wants to do something, I just go home and pass out, so just take a like, little nap. Yeah, not it's good. like shit. You don't want to get drunk again. <laughs> not good. Not good. Rally the no, rally. I love the concept, but nah. I'd also like get there at six a.m. and be like. <laughs> Tired from the get go, so right. then you're drinking to soldier through. This sure. is some Wisconsin shit, man. I yeah, know, yeah. Right. I guess. I mean, it's pretty fun though when there's other people doing it with you. I think there's that energy that kind of carries you along. Yeah, like, but yeah. then you end up <laughs> drunk at one p.m. on a fucking Saturday or a Sunday, and you're like, "Oh no, no why? I can't. Ima- I can't remember the last time I day drunk or woke up early to start drinking. It's miserable. usually for like a bar crawl because it's miserable. Yeah, because it's fun at the it's time, fun, but then no, it's miserable. It's like in the long run, it's so. If miserable. you pace yourself, you drink water. I think you can, and you have like a a set plan of maybe what you could accomplish in the afternoon. No, you're better than you me. Can. I can't. I can't do that. I retired. From I that. think you can I make it work. I, but it's been a minute for me. I remember doing the the shamrock shuffle way back. That was like a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it this. I haven't done it since COVID. Yeah. Um, which uh that was like the last i remember like early march it was the shamrock shuffle and then the world shut down that was and that was that yeah it's like oh that was so it fun. was wasn't it my yeah i remember my girlfriend's that oh yeah because like, you were you're probably on brady the shamrock Shuffle. no we were on tour um, oh gotcha yeah it was wild we were um Whoa. yeah 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 it was wild we you were like mid tour yeah, we had like a five week tour, like quite a long one, and um, we had South by Southwest in the middle, and then wow. South by got cancelled. So we were like, "Cool, what do we do for like those four days?" And then we were actually like on the West Coast because we started from here and we went out west, and we went down, and then we were cutting across and doing like a loop. And um, That's a fat ass tour. It was a big tour. Yeah, wow. it was like a five five and a half week tour, and then uh, we were like quite. We were about two weeks, two and a half weeks. We were about about a third to half of the way in and we played san francisco um and we played there and that was when like mutterings of we actually played seattle two days before that and that was when seattle was like the epicenter of covid where there were like a few cases yeah yeah like the bartender like fucking coughed on the beer she was handing me and i was like nah i I, said to my keyboardist i was like you want this beer she coughed on it he was like yeah i was like all right cool because i'm not i'm not doing that and then um we got to san francisco and then it was like a bit of talk but then we were driving to LA the next day and that was when I was getting phone calls and like, it was like, especially one of my friends in the music industry and all his big bands were like, the managers were canceling tours. And I was like, he, he was like, yeah, you, you're done, mate. You know, like you got to cancel. And I was like, you don't understand, man. We're playing like to 50, 100 people max. Like 
your artists are playing to like sure. 500 to 3000 we're not gonna have to cancel this tour you are but i right. don't give a shit and he was like nah you will you know right? i was like right. nah and then we played la it was quiet it, it had an eerie feeling yeah. and then like the next day we were playing san diego and there was it was on the college campus it was a college mm. show and uh the there was one confirmed case of covid in san diego and i was like messaging going yeah we're still good right and the promoter was like we were driving there like an hour before loading they're like there's been one confirmed case in san diego i'm sorry but the show's off and i was like oh like one confirmed case seems insane at this point right yeah, like, yeah right yeah, exactly. yeah. but like yeah. then it was like oh okay we're done yeah and then i was looking at it i was like okay we have a day off then we have phoenix arizona then we have south by which is four days blank new york shows are completely dead it was like wow yo all right so we just drove three days back in the van just just like straight i think like maybe two and a half you know we like really did it i think we stayed one night in a hotel in like missouri like sure. we really just went just gunned it back. Yeah, that was wild that was a wild, wild time in my life because yeah. there's that like little period of denial like yeah the world's like maybe two in two weeks everything will be back right and we had like know? two days of that when we got back to milwaukee where it was like we went to have you ever been to camino in walks point Mm -mm. Uh, it's like a, they do good wings and we hung out me and Corey on cool. Sunday and they were like yeah we're closing tomorrow you know it's what the people are doing we were like wow. we knew and we were like cool let's let's do a shot eat our wings enjoy this beer because it might be a few weeks yeah, <laughs> yeah it might be a few you know weeks. what I mean exactly. it was just so weird yeah. it was such a weird time yeah yeah, yeah. Wild. wild it was wild it was yeah. so wild wow. especially being all the way on the west coast and just it was like, the furthest point is... away on our entire tour <laughs> it could have been anywhere else like it could have yeah, been anywhere right. else yeah it yeah. was so stupid <laughs> wild especially yeah. when you have all these shows lined up and you're trying to break even with all the with a, just a tour in I worked I worked out broke exactly even with the stupid drive home and those shows wow because that tour was going really well so we actually cancelled it and I didn't go into the red which, okay so I was like I literally just went back and I didn't know it would be this long obviously before uh -huh. things you know but but like it was like cool okay file that under successful west coast tour yep Yep. Didn't make money, had a great time, Got out there. but it went great. We yep. didn't, I didn't lose money, you know, like, yep. it was like, okay. You know, it wasn't like a big L, uh -huh. you know what I mean? Right. It was like, okay. And then we had enough, you know, good grace with the promoters on the, no one wanted to cancel shit, you know, like the promoters exactly. in New York and all that, they didn't want to cancel things. Right. I almost felt bad because I think we called the tour before everyone truly, truly was canceling it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Where it was like, I was like, Yo, we've got a minimum of one week of nothing. Right. This isn't Doesn't looking good. Sense. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, for sure, like, a few of those shows through Texas still went on. Sure. But then right. they were the last shows that these people... It's probably going had. through your head, like, could we go back and then go to back to Milwaukee and then go back down? If those shows could that maybe still go, it was, you know? It was, like, but trust me, like, it was, it was yeah, cooked. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, like, I hit up, like, we're playing El Paso on this next tour in a couple of weeks, and uh -huh. it was like they're having us back. You know what I mean? It's right. like, we're going to oh, make sure. it to you right. this time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go so hard in El Paso because I'm going to be like, three years. Like, yeah. let's, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Finally. Yeah, yeah, right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's some of your favorite places to go in the US? In the US? Yeah. Dude, Midwest is really good for shows. I think Midwest is great. Sure. In general, especially before I like lived here. Well, it was mm. definitely one of those things. It's like, 
You get to the Midwest, shows are good, they get it, the promoters are cool, all that. Uh, aside from that, um, so you've probably traveled a good amount then. I have traveled a good amount. Yeah, yeah I really yeah. have taught a lot. Have I mean, you done like, anything outside of like the UK and America or have you Europe? Yo, Europe. yeah, you, you were saying. Yeah. yeah, I've never done like anywhere super, super far away. I've done Europe because we would drive. We would cross the like Canterbury where I grew up. It's like 45 minutes and then you get a ferry for an hour and then you're in France. Okay. So we would just drive our shit over and then just tour shit. it like we would here. Uh-huh. And a lot of the distances were way smaller than you do here. Yeah. So it like know, sounds I more know, crazy. Yeah. Like that was one of the it's things so cool. when I was filling out my visa, I was like, yeah, we've toured like 25 countries, you know, but it was like, actually like that's the equivalent of like five states. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Exactly. I was like, yeah, we, well, we drove through like, <laughs> we drove through like Poland once. We have played Poland <laughs> once, but like, it was like, Whoa. yeah, we play Poland. We play like, you know, it, was, it yeah. probably looked real good, but yeah. I was thinking like, we're conning you here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but um, yeah, no, I toured Europe a lot. I mean, like that guy, honestly, like if we're talking like that DIY, just doing your thing, like that guy who sponsored my work visa and runs that, he plays in a hardcore band, runs that thing in Philly. I always end up talking about him in the interviews because like, I think he instilled a lot of this shit in me of like, like just do it kind mm. of thing. Like without the Nike tick, just like, just, just yeah. go over it, just do it, you know? And it's like his band, like he plays in this beat down band. They put out, one record and taught it for like 10 years like they didn't even bother to like do more they're like wow. one they're like two eps and taught it for 10 years something like that Just, you could probably look it up they're called like cdc yeah um and they literally toured like um i don't know they toured the uae at one point they toured south africa they toured russia they toured like they went every they taught israel they they taught like Holy everywhere shit. they went to definitely mexico they they went to the craziest one when they went to uh, Madagascar. What the fuck? Yeah. So they oh, would like shit. just try and figure out where the hardcore scenes were. And there's always a hardcore scene no matter where sure. you are. Yeah. It's small, yeah. but people come. Yep. yep. And like, so they would do that and they would just like book a festival in Russia and go, okay, it's this amount. I'll cover our flights. Let's just book other things around it. I'm mm-hmm. sure they saved money from other tours. I'm not saying they were raking it in, but they were just like doing it like they would put everything they that was their only goal was to go out and play places they wanted to be so like i think that's a really interesting way of doing it because no matter what you win sure (laughs) because you get to go to play at least we're here yeah (laughs) i was telling you i I had a wedding in italy so i booked a solo tour there and back to cover the petrol cost like just to go and like honestly like and the beto you know that politician in texas Beto. 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 Isn't that his name? I don't know. BTO. He was like a, he was like a thing. He was Beto. meant to be like the next Bernie for a while. And then no, everyone no, no, hated no. him. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, no, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Dude, he used to like <laughs> play in a band with the Mars Volta people. Mars Volta. You know, they're like the, know. Uh, at the drive-in Mars Volta. Like the, dr- like the car company? No, a fucking band. You don't know that? Ma- the, Mars Volta. The, oh my God. Like I Mars, don't know. Ma- like the planet. Like the Mars... Mars Volta, the Mars Volta. Mars is that? Does that help? Yeah, no, you don't no, have no, fucking Mar- that. Mars Volta. Okay, a lot of people. Yeah, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> at the drive-in. I mean, do you since, know that dude, man? since talking with people about music on this podcast, I'm slowly learning that I know nothing about 
a lot of different music. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you don't know that. I don't. I don't. For sure, they sold out the Riverside like at the end of last year. Like they're like a big bat. shit. Okay. Right. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he like he's like a politician, and he okay. like said something really cool that was like, "I'm so glad I like toured in a band when I was in college because it was like a free way to see the country." And I thought that was a really cool way of looking at it because yeah. no matter what happens, you know, at the end of the day, you're just putting gas in the tank. Right, right. And trying to get from A to B. So yeah. I think that's a really cool yeah. thing. And that's how he ran his hardcore band. So he was like, if I can book a show in Madagascar, <laughs> yeah, so you can great. book a show in yeah. fucking Idaho. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that yeah. really stuck with me, you know, like really stuck with me. Like you get hope along the way, but that, 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 definitely, that will never leave me, you know, like right. you just got to be resourceful. Exactly. Because yeah. a big part of me, especially in the last like week, or sorry like two months or a month um end of winter here i've been having a really crazy travel bug and just like man this just I, i'd love to travel more and just like get out and see more places and meet new people and just you have music is your vessel for that yeah man for real yeah. like you know yeah. like i'm not saying you'll come out on top but like if you want to go to europe book a few shows yeah figure out a way for it to work like figure out the rail costs figure out where you need to be Get some help. Ask for some help. Right. You can borrow a guitar. I mean, you borrow an acoustic guitar wherever you go. Like, Easy. Yeah. yeah, just be resourceful. You know, you know what I mean. Like right. at the end of the day, like, and then if people are helping you out, help them out. Exactly. You yeah. know, maybe they want to play a show in Milwaukee one day. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah. All, it's like that that bowling alley show we're gonna play. Fuck yeah! Like they had my back. You know, so a Cara, lot, Cara. and I have theirs. Yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of music are they? They're like they're indie rock. They kind of like. I see them as in between like the Arcade Fire and like uh, a heavier rock band. Okay. I don't know. Like, cool. They're cool. They have a lot of critical acclaim. Cool. And they're grinding and they're cool. Yeah. I really like them a lot. Badass. Good, good band. Yeah. And I think it'd be fun to see them. They, they have like a four piece with a Wurlitzer. So w it's like Wallet they're like Wurlitzer, like you know that fucking like an electric piano. Okay, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, Fender yeah. Rhodes. You know the Fender Rhodes. Fender Rhodes. That shit. No, no, I don't. Okay, it's like it's like an electric piano. So okay, like they have like sure. guitar, bass, drums, and they're like quite okay. heavy, but then they have this like sweet electric piano yeah. like going with it. Ah, uh, nice, nice. So I'll send four, you four piece though, still right? Four, yeah, four yeah. dudes. Yeah, I think so. Cool. So four or five but i think so they'll, they'll probably do an acoustic kind of thing yeah i'm gonna strip it they're playing yeah. x-ray the next night like full bad yep but i'm gonna get them to the acoustic thing because i think the keyboards and stuff they can just rock it yep i'm yep. just gonna play some new songs and enjoy it yeah definitely i've been working on some new stuff too then do yeah. it let's yeah, do yeah. it let's chill Fuck, yeah. let's uh let's invite some friends and just yeah. like make it a fun like just fun man definitely you know, like thursday draw. night too just like fucking yeah. let's hit up some friends let's do it <laughs> let's show them like at the end of the day man like Let's show them a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How are we doing on time, by the way? I don't know. I it's mean, uh, how long do you usually run these? I run them pretty long. We're approaching an hour right now. But um, I, I've gone an hour to three hours. So three hours? Yeah. Th the record is three hours and 37 minutes. And that was with a band called, uh, what was it? I think it was Spoy. A band called Spoy from Milwaukee. I had like, uh, it was with, the first and only podcast I did with four, three people on, or four people total. Three and a half. We were, hours. Ju we were just kicking it. <laughs> That's 
it's like i think of podcasts like driving or washing the dishes like yeah. i would have to like take legit uh, time out of my day exactly <laughs> exactly yeah some people i mean i listen to podcasts too every now and then and like mm-hmm. i love just putting it on the background and just like you're a oh, yeah podcasts are killer you're yeah. a fly on the wall you know For sure. just observing all right i'll tell you what let's do 15 more minutes i need to use the restroom i gotta go too we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll hit a solid 15 <laughs> cool. i want to talk about like what music you like. i want to talk about like what we listen to cool. i think that'd be a yeah, cool yeah. one definitely it's a similar fucking place isn't it yeah i've heard that so he did brazil but not budapest yeah yeah exactly yeah, gotcha. <laughs> also very dope yeah yeah he's a cool artist i would love to see him i've seen some videos oh, do you really his live yeah. shows yeah have you played Summerfest? um fun fact i did in um in uh, middle school and oh early, wow early was it maybe early high school i had a band in high school slash middle school and uh there's a state battle of bands and we got to regionals uh, or we got to the state final um after making top three in regionals and then you play at the state competition with like 12 bands i think and each of those bands had a summer fest spot bro i so. just like just I just feel like I know it's cool, but like music's not meant to be that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I you know, know what I mean. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't, I don't really. I hate that that the like, competition part of it. It's just not about it. Like at the end of the day, if you have a unique artistic voice, like you know, yeah, that's the goal. Not fucking being the best bet or whatever. Right. I'm not gonna right. go. Out of high yeah. Back that, in the day, it got. It was like it was kinda, a thing, right? Kind of pretty caddy not caddy but there was always that competition aspect to it because it was built in because they were selling you that you know like like, you coming from west bend we didn't have a music scene locally at all the only kind of scene there was was the annual 92.1 vty country Ah. (laughs) that great radio station is based out of that exactly i've never i love that station i love that station so much shout out them for for sure i love that station what is the number v uh 921 92 and it's bty country i like it because like they're the kind of station that doesn't like try and be at the cutting edge of country Mm. um they keep like a really solid rotation of like the same shit you know Mm. like you might listen to a classic rock station you're still gonna hear sweet child of mine you know yep it's kind of like that for country which as an entry point for me into country (laughs) was really valuable because you hear the same shit you say the hear the same luke bryan song from 2005 like again and again i think that was on rotation i was telling you before i worked at the bike shop growing up yeah yeah uh my dad would put on either fm 1021 or it was oh the alternative one yep alternative radio i always joke too my my high school band was basically a fm 1021 cover band oh really okay we played all of that um but yeah every now and then he put on the country station so i know like if i hear a country song i'd be like oh i know this song but i couldn't tell you what artist it is because i never listened yeah and a lot of people have that and i i didn't get that like as someone that was foreign i didn't understand i went to the red rocks in madison with my friend red rock saloon <laughs> yeah <laughs> with the was that on the bull and the shit yeah yeah, yeah. i did the bull. obviously you got to do the yeah. bull. and i remember there was a country cover band and like i knew like a few of the tunes you know like a few of the toby keith luke bryan's i've seen them both live at farm shows it's been great cool. but like literally cool. like it was like that and there were loads of these songs i didn't know and my friend was like singing every word and i was like what oh cool what is this and then like, i don't know uh-huh. and i'm like 
what, what the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> and then now I get it because you don't know. Right. <laughs> right, you right. Hear it. just, <laughs> it's like a pop song. You're like singing the chorus. You're like, I don't know who this is. I don't know what like, the name is. Who is this? I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And now I get it. Now I get it. But it was so foreign to me at the time. I fell in love with country pop like a lot. Like, for Did real. you get country pop over where you were growing no, up? No, no. It wow. doesn't exist wow. at all. And like... I actually did want to talk about music with yeah, you, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. you listen to stuff. But I was thinking about it because on the Summerfest lineup, there was the Avett Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with them like in like 2009, 2010. They put out this album called I Love and You. Are you familiar with that band at all? Yeah, I, um, I, I probably know their hits, you know? Okay, I yeah. Their, their top things. So they, they have no hits in England at, at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just don't exist. And they put out Iron Love and You, which was a Rick Rubin produced record that was like really stripped back, really, it was like the tightest sounding record. They were really like live and raucous and like really energetic. But that was a beautiful record. A lot of it's piano ballads. And I heard it and I was like, what is this? And it's mm. so like songwriter storytelling and it just, oh my God. Ooh, I, just, I am loving you. I, I and love and you. I and love, love and, and you. you. Three cool. words that became hard to say. I and love and you. Beautiful line. Wow. It's great. Cool. It's great. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. such a good album. And um, they put that <laughs> out. And I was like, who are this like tiny ass unsung like country band that no one, like folk, they're more folk, you know, folk band that sure. no one knows. And yep. I was like, cool. And I really got into it. And they played London. And it was this 100 cap room or it was a 200 cap room, the London garage. And there were a hundred people there, right? And I was there and I was just losing my fucking mind. Wow. I brought a friend along that I shouldn't have brought along who was like, yeah, they sound kind of pitchy, man. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my life immediately. I'm not <laughs> friends with that guy anymore. And I'm Christ, what a dumb suck. That sucked. I was like, no, fuck you. But like, but you know, they played to like that crowd and like, uh-huh. I'm sure they were still a bit smaller in America, you know, but like, yeah, they were that in London. And then it was like, now they're playing amphitheaters. Mm. I mean, right? They're like a yeah, big pop band, yeah, you know? they're big. And I just I never, did. I never, I, I got, I didn't have to have the baggage of them being that, you know? I didn't have to hear, ain't no man that can save me <laughs> with the claps and all that bullshit. I don't like that song. And it was like, that's like how I'm people know it. it. I didn't have that baggage. I just heard this beautiful piano right, ballad. Right, you track raw. One. Yeah, like the worst, like, track one of all time because it's the most slow it's like a closer on an album and they just do it with the piano and it's just like beautiful and yes. it's so funny to me that they're like stomp clap folk radio here and it's just so like not the experience i had with them and i'm so glad i didn't have that experience but also it's like wild and i haven't seen them here i would love to see them i'm sure they've still got I watched the HBO. There's an HBO documentary on them. No That's shit, That's insane. Dude. Yeah. No shit. Directed by like that guy who did all the comedy movies, okay. uh, Judd Apatow. Okay. Did a movie on them. Dog, I'll have to check that out because I I really don't know much about them at all. Other than cool. like hearing them cool. on the radio all the time. Just yeah. Just kind of having that a weird imprint right, but on it, me. But imagine if they were that exotic act that you saw play to a hundred people in Milwaukee. Exactly. That's what I right. had. And I was like, yep damn you know and yeah, yeah cool fuck yeah yeah fuck so yeah. i want to i'm gonna go see them live at some fest <laughs> no yeah. doubt, oh, wait, no where, doubt. Where are they at what stage are they on um uh, i don't think it's the paid one i think it's the 
Are they lower? Yeah, or? yeah, they're lower. Yeah, so they're on the BMO Pavilion. Is that what it's called? The the like lower amphitheater. Yep. I think that one is paid. To no, no, it's not. It's not. No. Wait. Uh, I think you gotta get tickets, but it's like free tickets. But you gotta wait in line first come first serve. No, 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 no. Okay. That that's a free stage for sure. But that's the biggest, biggest free stage. I saw like Dashboard Confessional <laughs> last year. Dashboard Confessional. Whatever. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. Love that shit. Mm. Um, yeah, no, that is free and one incredible. Even like Elvis Costello as well, right? Dude, Noah Kahana is really fucking cool too. Really? Yeah. I check out his stuff. It's like folky. Yeah, singer songwriter folky. I've heard the name. Is he big on like Instagram and stuff? Is he like uh, a social I media type? I follow him on there. Okay. Cheap trick, cheap trick. The sticks, all classic summer. Yeah, fans. like for real. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's for people. There's people who like want the sticks and the queens right. Exactly. Yeah, they're like, gonna come you know? out for yeah, sure. Yeah. They're gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, played Summerfest three times. Uh, You're a veteran, times? man. I did the Potawatomi stage, which was that one stage that's covered right when you walk in the main doors. I think it's changed now. Yeah, they are. I haven't seen that since I've been in Milwaukee, but I have heard people tell me about it's that. It's the Potawatomi, yeah. But honestly, like a stage when you walk in is like a small band. That oh, yeah. It, it Maybe yeah. if you tune yourself out to the fact it's depressing that people are just walking by yeah exactly you could just yeah. enjoy it you pulled the crowd too which is really yeah cool. so that's you know, good like, come on we're playing summer fest right the yeah, best yeah. show we did there was like a 6 p.m slot at, it was a fuck what was it like a johnson controls tent yeah, yeah. i think they have a stage now but it was just that's a, a, six a small um probably like almost i mean maybe twice the size of this room like big big white tent with the stage and we packed that thing and just it was cool because it was like 6 p.m people are like kind of peak it's a good time that's a good time right before like sunset yeah exactly just uh everyone was dancing it was a really fun time Mm -hmm. yeah i would really love to play Summerfest this year you're playing a cruise no, a not cruise, a cruise. Yeah. It's just not yeah. a cruise, is it? It's just like a boat. What it's is a, it? It's a boat, dude. The Edelweiss. They're looking for. They're looking for bands too. Still, um, I don't know. They hit me up a while ago, but they have a lot of dates available for local acts to put something together. Let's talk about that because that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, I, I saw that you. lineup, and I was like, "What, uh, what do you mean?" Because like the Edelweiss cruise, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dropped the ball a little bit, but I was also like, I want to do like some solid Milwaukee festivals and like events yeah, this summer. Exactly. And I saw that. I was like. I didn't even know this existed. Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one we're doing in July. <laughs> that's wild. That I think there's great. like 130 tickets to sell. I think we sold 30 right now and just going to pack this boat and just chill and I guess party on <laughs> the boat. It's not going to yeah. be fun, is it? <laughs> yeah. like, it's not Thursday not night in July. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. Really looking Damn, forward to that that's one. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Thursday's underrated, man. We're bowling, with cruising. Exactly, like, yeah. I think it's... So I've been getting more accustomed to the, the nine to five Monday through Friday. Me and my girlfriend talk about it. And we're like, oh, we feel so old. I'm just like, no one wants to go out and do stuff anymore on the weekdays. Do you feel but that? A little bit. But also, I think every now and then I'll have like a crazy Thursday or Wednesday night just randomly. Which those are always the best. Right. And a little I- hungover the next day. but like, oh, fuck, yeah, that was so much fun. I feel like you have to like be semi-immune to that as like a musician because it's like if you're on tour especially like you've got to play on a Monday you know what I mean like so I just kind of see it as like one uniform thing and then also the thing is people don't account is that there's so much shit on weekends for people to do people have shit booked in I don't necessarily think a Monday is worse than a Saturday a lot of the time Mm, you know interesting Yeah. yeah 
Monday night, they're probably not doing anything. No, know? so at least it's like, I'm tired, I want to sleep, I don't want to come out. Then they're making that choice. But on a Saturday, it would be like, yeah, cool, I booked in this thing from right. <laughs> months ago. Right. Or like, yeah, so I don't know. Definitely. Uh, yeah. There I are kinda, some cool, yeah. like, Milwaukee uh, summer events going on this year, though. Like, the uh, the bigger festivals. Like what? So I was looking like Locust Street Festival, Summer Solstice, Chill on the Hill. Have they announced Summer Solstice? No. I want to play that. I haven't played that yeah. one. Have you played uh, that one? Mm-mm. I want to play that one. Yeah. I followed up the other day with the guy. and um, The Jack yeah. guy? Yep. Jake. With a, I think Birch. it's Jack with a Y. Okay. so it's I don't know. One of yeah. my friends <laughs> said, then I was like, who are you fucking yeah. talking about? And then I was like, oh, really he cool. spells his name funny. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. My name's Amen with a Y, Amen. so I can, I can <laughs> comment other people's weird spellings. That's fine. Amen. <laughs> yeah, Amen. right. I can deal with that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I want to play that. I don't know. Chill on the hill. Are you playing? What? What are they're, you? They're booked already for twenty three. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, are you doing any cool ones apart from the the cruise? The cruise. <laughs> that sounds great. Dude, I would just, I yeah. would just resign at that point. <laughs> I'd just be like, I'm doing it. You know, the cruise is gonna be so yeah, fun. Uh, the big one at the end of summer is Turner Hall. What do you? What, who are you playing Hall with? Who are you playing with? Uh, it's gonna be Bug Moment, Diet Light, Fellow Kinsman, and Social Sig. Oh, so it's like a local, local. loaded. Yep. Wow, they were, you've already booked that? That's yeah, a long time away. Yeah. You're going to really try to hustle that one Oh, out. we're going to, yeah. Wow. Really, really trying to sell that one out. Damn. Yeah. Not announced yet, but. Yeah. I kind of want to do one of those backroom shows in the Dude. end of the year. Because like, yeah. I, like, I like this kind of thing that's going on right now. I feel like, was it you guys that kind of started it? It's like, there's a lot of like the, the like Diet Light trying to sell out their backroom show. You boys did it. Like, Bug Moment. Bug Moment. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I kind of like that. I think that's kind of a cool, cool thing for a local man to do. Yeah. Just like, especially the Pabs group doing yeah, a lot of things dude, here. Pab- just being like, yo, we, we're worth our weight and salt. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's They've support. been so cool to work with too because they're just like... Um, Who do you work with over there? When you Kit. Work? Kit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know Kit. Yeah. I know that Matt booked me on a sports show last year who was really cool okay so the, but yeah. the big thing was because we got the opportunity to do the album release show that flyer right there yeah, but yeah i did everything possible to sell that fucker out because one it would be way more fun with everybody and it was just such a fun night and it sold out and i think that just doing that and bringing a good crowd and energy just kind of tells the paps theater group like yeah we can work with these bigger yeah. venues like as a local scene and then got Bug Moment. They got their album release show, Scam Likely, and those all sold out. And just kind of keeping the scene. I kind of, I kind of want to do that. Like, I'm gonna put out an album late in the year. I kind of want to give that. Yeah, man. I also yeah. just like really like stupid shit. Like I like like us playing Hollow House on a bowling yeah, tournament next yeah. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to like want to play the game, but it's like it's like good to like you said. You're just proving to this like promoter in town that you're like people enjoy your set and you uh-huh. have people there and Can that's so people. valuable yeah, yeah like for real i, I don't even want to call it playing the game it is what it is you know yeah. but like also like i'm such a last minute person that i'd rather just set up a bowling alley show sure like a week right before. yeah no that dude those shows are awesome too i think just with those big ones that i kind of like as far as the local draw goes i try to work around, around i try that. not to schedule too many yeah, local shows yeah. before at least like a week or two but, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'll do like solo sets. I think it's a cool thing. I think I think it's a cool thing, especially like it like legitimizes it so much when it's like the Pabs group doing it. You know, mm-hmm. when they have that upstream to like bigger rooms, you know, and yeah. stuff. So yeah, yeah, 
felt like that's I think it's dope. That's kind of how also it, the sound. It, that's that how it eased awesome. into. Oh, the sound. The is sound so in good. that room is so good. Such a joy. Yeah. Fuck, it's so yeah. good. I love yeah. it. When I was first in Milwaukee, like. All my all my favorite arts come from that venue because it's like yeah. that kind of indie it's, size, you yeah, know. What I mean, like it's like that two hundred intimate. Cab. You yeah, know, you're right there. It sounds good. There's plants everywhere. Skylights. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. It's dope. It's really the spot. Cool. It's the really. spot. That's why Andy Schaff there was so cool. Oh man, that's a perfect venue for him. That's a perfect venue for him. Oh yeah, that or Cactus. But like, I love Backroom. I like the Cactus more independent. But like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, I love that space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Going back to uh, the music that you listen to, yeah, yeah. So how? I don't know, man. Like, what kind of music did you listen to growing up, specifically? I, I, I was such a pop punk kid. Okay. I like really. That. Was it a lot of American stuff that you? Yeah, got? yeah, wow. yeah. Why do you think that was? I don't know. Just American, how y'all yeah. were influenced? Yeah, just like all of the American stuff was just killing it. You know, like always growing up, it was always like. You know, it was all that spawn of like Blink-182, you know, and then You Found Glory, all that stuff. I love that stuff. I mean, even like, oh my God. Okay, so before yeah. before I came to meet you here, right? So I was at Pete's Pub on Brady, which is like, admittedly, I live next to it. So it's sure, like, yeah. I just stopped in for one, one high life. I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to have a beer and then I'm going to go meet Parker. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm doing that. And then the, one of the bartenders came up to me, just walks up to me and he goes, what do you think of Limp Biscuit's cover of Faith? <laughs> and I was like, um, and I, I gave a sincere answer. I was like, I don't like it. I think Limp Biscuit are really cool, actually. I think they're like maligned in like circles where like people think they're a joke, but I'm kind of like, their <laughs> rhythm section is insane. They did a thing, like props to them. His lyrics are bad, but somehow he made you feel them. I don't know. Mm. I have so many thoughts. Yeah. But I was also like, his scream on that sounds terrible. And that's why he didn't scream on all the records ah. after that. <laughs> you know, I actually gave him a good answer. And then I was also like, I looked at him, I was like, why did you ask me that? Like, why was that even in your head? Like, what the fuck? So anyway, that kind of stuff, you know, all the stuff, yeah, like yeah. Offspring, Link Biscuit, Offspring, yeah, all that sure. stuff. Some 41. Like, yeah, those guys, I was like yeah. nine years old and that stuff hit, you know, yeah. like, and it was just like, I don't know. It was like that skate scene, skate yeah, punk, yeah, yeah. jackass, all that Green stuff. Day. Everything, yeah. It was right. so sick. And I just really got into that. And then, like, that was my gateway to, like, music, music, and, like, in general. And it was always American music. I don't know. Yeah. I think, like, my opinion on, like, English music and American music is a lot of Americans love English music and it's the other way around. You know, like, I have a lot of English bands that try and mimic American singers and try and do that. But I have a lot of American friends that are, like, does this band not annoy you because they're trying to mimic an English accent? And I'm uh, like, yeah. I didn't hear it, but okay, I, yeah. I, I, I believe you, you know? But like, I kind of feel like a lot of the big English bands like took American bands and the influences and the foundation that was built and synthesized into something else. So I think like the Rolling Stones, it's like mm, yeah. American blues from the South. And then they did that. The yep. Beatles, similar, you know, like Led Zeppelin, like all, all these bands that from England, even like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a modern, 1975, I don't know, anyone, like all these English bands, but like, what are they listening to? Right. It's not English music. Right. You know, it's yeah. American music. That's the foundation. Wow. And I feel like whenever you see a good English band or like a great, 
great English band. I'm not going to denounce all those bands. Like some of those bands did incredible things, right. but I feel like the foundation of that is all American. It's all American, like blues, folk, country, all that stuff. And like, that's the way I kind of feel about it. It's like, I'm into American music and I think all of us British people were. And mm. I think the incredible English bands are just building on the foundation, not even building on, just synthesizing, maybe building on, you know, but like uh -huh. taking that and that's how I feel about it. And I, I just, I feel like growing up for me as well, it was always American music. I mean, it's such a big country, you know, I think like music is built more to thrive here. I know it's like the still issues. I know it's still not that easy. I know, but like, it's better here. You have basement shows. We don't have right. fucking basements in England. Like right. you have to book a venue. There's overheads. Wow. It's not, you can't just do what we do. I, I couldn't throw a bowling alley show in a week. You could not do that. In England. Wow. I would challenge like a friend back home to throw a show at a bowling alley with, I haven't even discussed it probably with the owner. I just texted, you know what I mean? Like right. we'll figure it out. Right. You can't do that in England. And I think like you could tour America and come back on yourself. <laughs> And it still be within a three months radius sure. course. Yeah, like if right, you really right. push it, you know, like yeah. there's so many places you can play. Like yeah. I had a Salt Lake City show for through the other day and it's now on, I, I figured it out. But like uh -huh. there was points where I was like, where do I book? We have to get between Denver and Boise, Idaho. It was like Salt Lake City was striking out, got it sorted today. You never know. But like I was Still in Salt like, Lake. Yeah, it's in Salt cool. Lake. But but like I was messaging venues in Rexburg, Idaho, Pocatello, Idaho. Wow, like just anywhere. Anywhere. Just wow. like as long as like it is on the way. Right. Right. And it was. So I was like, whatever, you know, kind of thing. But like that's a long drive, you know, mm -hmm. like Denver to Boise is like twelve hours. <sighs> or maybe more. So it's like I need to make sure that the venue, the place in between is like six hours. So you split it up and then you make yep. the money for gas. And then you go like it's very yep. practical. It's just kind of nicely practical. Like, yeah, all you're thinking yeah. of is, you know, dot, dot, dot. But like, yeah, I'm looking and I'm going, I got to do that. And the thing is, like, honestly, in England, like five hours is I'm in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. So I don't know. That's the way I think about it. At least it's like literally, I just feel like it's easier to get things together. It's just a bigger country. There's less overheads with a lot of things. Like your apartment here that we're sitting in right now is an awesome space with high ceilings. This is a great, and you were saying before you moved in here, you threw house shows here, right? The, the person that, yeah, they threw house shows here. It's yeah. a great space for a house show. Yeah. Great space yeah. for it. Like, even full band. I mean, like, right. it looks like, I mean, you got an electric kit in there. Yeah, like, yeah. We played a set here one time with the electric kit. Yeah. It'd be really cool to get the full kit in here and just rip one. You definitely could, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm not saying you want to open up your apartment to that, but exactly, like, that's a exactly. choice. That's, that's yeah. the one thing. I'm like, this is literally my bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you could, right? Right. I mean, like, yep. honestly, you could fit 60 plus people in it. Oh, yeah. And do the thing. Yeah. And it's like, you just can't do that. Anymore. So that's the way I feel. It's like, it's more, you can try. <laughs> I feel like sometimes yeah. you feel a bit hamstrung. Yeah. And also like all the English bands that do good stuff and make it bigger. And so, I mean, you opened for uh, Wet Leg, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there are bands Insane. at that level that like, yeah. you know, 
I don't know how much they sell. Probably a lot. They're really big, aren't they? They're yeah, super I think they're like two Grammys. Like, yeah, they, yeah they, okay, they, okay. They're like, they did the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, right. And quickly as Fast. well. Yeah, Fast. quickly. Like, how yeah. was that show? Insane. Really? Insane. It was, it was a pinnacle. It was a pinnacle of my it's life. Perhaps it's a man. Wow. Yeah, March 2nd, 2022. Almost a year ago, or more than a year ago. Damn. I, r- approaching that show, I was like, still kind of like, I don't know if I want to really do this music thing. Like, maybe i don't know just having doubts with myself and just even just in my day-to-day and it's like this show could what go. were the doubts about the doubts were just like is this something i really want to pursue is this something legitimate that like my heart wants to do uh just like a dream that i want to follow like i think my uh, a doubt would have been uh, if I performed and just completely bombed or messed up during a... Oh, so know. it was self-confidence. Yeah. It wasn't that you didn't love music. It was that you was yeah. like self-doubt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lots of self-doubt. And I'm going to get one of those beers. Oh, yeah. But yeah I wanna, do your thing. You stay on the do mic. Do your thing. You stay on the mic, though. I want to yeah. ask you. Like, for real, like, why... That is interesting. No, because that's not like I fell out of love with music. That sounds like more like I don't know how I feel about myself. To yeah. be honest, yeah, I'm not no, shitting on you. Oh, like, no, we all for feel sure. that. No, know? 100%. Um, yeah. Looking back around that time, it was like a pretty dark, I don't know, very transitional period of my life. Very Lots of turbulence, uh, like settling into this new place. And uh, what's that? Do you want one? Oh, I'm good. I'm good right now. Yeah, thank you. Um, I just graduated college, started working full time and just like really trying to figure out what I want to pursue with my life. And I think uh, a lot of it was self-confidence, truly. Um, and I felt like this night had a lot of weight to it. Um, I don't know, man. Just, like, really felt that it could have gone one way or the other. And it went really, really fucking well. It just went exactly yeah, how, yeah. It, like, it just felt so good. just felt so very natural. And, um, yeah, it was a blast. Mm-hmm. It was an absolute blast. And I... I I think about that night a lot. And then after that, like, like we fucking killed it. It was so fun. Like everyone had a great time. And, um, even it's just my day to day, like confidence, not even with music or just like, um, like a dream I want to pursue, just my confidence as a human, just like, yeah, like yeah. I feel yeah. like this is, I can do this. It's real. It's yeah. real that like, yeah. You just want to know that something you're dedicating to, you're actually good at or like, yeah, you sure. know, no, like it's fucked up because the it's affirmation like, is yeah it? you don't want to be like oh i'm sick <laughs> you know what i mean but it's like legit like it's like if you put that much of yourself into a thing and like a lot of people identify you with it you know like mm. i get that in milwaukee like a lot of people i'm english why are you here because i'm trying to pursue music and it's like i don't know i have friends that around town that have never seen me play or people that have come to see me play recently and been like you know, it's important to me that when they watch me perform or write songs and I put something out that they're like, oh, he can actually write a song. Like, not even like, oh, sick, I don't I don't really care. Like, you can have my song or you don't, you know? Like, at the end of the day, yep. I'm just, you know. But, like, just to, <laughs> to be, for me not to be a complete waste of space. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, this guy thinks. Go back to you England. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you're, wait, you're here to try this? Like, you're a joke. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like weird because it's like, I was talking to someone who does like, I can't remember what it was like, like flooring or something, you know? I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly what profession it was. Very, very blue collar kind of um, 
craftsman type, you know, blue collar work. And I was like, you just like, you know, we were just having a hot heart about stuff. And it was like, yeah, you just want to feel, you want people to be like, if you have friends that you do work for or you work for a friend's friend, you want your friend to hear that, oh, that guy came by and did a great fucking job on my floors. He's killer. You just want that because it's like, oh, that's what I do day in, day out. You know what I mean? Or that's what I do once a week. Or that's what (laughs) I do for two and a half weeks every two months. You know what I mean? Like you just want like that to be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like on yeah, any level, yeah. like any job you do, right. like, you know, you just it's a want reputation. You know? Yeah. Or just people to be like, yeah, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'll hire you. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. real. And like, is that the crux of why we do music? No, no, yeah. no, we no. never did. Like we're never like, you're not sitting down, you're 13 and you're like, love music. And you're not like, all right, I need to be sick of this. I need people to think I'm good. You don't right. give a fuck. But right. when you've played as many shows, it was like you said, like you were doing a lot of shows and then you had your job and all that. Yep. If you're going to do that much show, that many shows, do that much time, write that music, put it out, that's the point where you do just need a level of like people going, hey, you're pretty good. Right. Hey, we're going to come right. see you. Exactly. Hey, you know, like, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. so I actually, that's something that even like right now is when I'm, trying to contextualize that and not feel weird about it if that makes sense like the uh which part of it like uh like i don't want people to like i don't know like like i feel weird about the fact because i don't do music for people to go you're good at this but like there is an element there is an extent to which like you want to earn your keep or someone to go hey you're good enough at this to to be contributing value to the world that means you should (laughs) continue to do this sure, right that's yeah like you know <laughs> that, what i mean that would be does that make nice. sense yeah yeah right. like you don't want someone to have a bad time at your set no you right but and if they don't you know like, feel it, like people you know, are showing up even though it's a chore you know i want people to come and like have it a to good be, time yeah, yeah for real right. and it's like i feel in a good spot with that and it's done wonders for my self-esteem yeah. in the same way that you played that pap show and Kinda that was like okay yeah playing off so of important. that i was thinking about Sometimes when I'll play local shows, I, I feel that I've been in a, I feel confident now in doing a local show that I can send somebody the ticket link and be like, hey, come out, come out to the show. It's going to be a really fun time. It's going to be a fun show and confident in that it will be a fun night. We like to have a fun time on that's stage. That's cool. And, yeah, that's powerful. It, that's big. Yeah. To have that confidence in your performance, you know, that you know you have that value as uh like someone's gonna come out and have a good night you know like yeah they can, yeah they can take a, a night out of their their life you know to that's cool perform. that i mean that's really powerful yeah. you know i still try i i still have a weirdness about it where like i don't know it's it's a weird one i'm constantly reevaluating where it's like sometimes people get pissed at me for not telling them that i have a show oh sure yeah yeah but i'm like i don't want to tell you because i don't want you to feel like you know i mean like it's it's a lot of responsibility like yeah it is it's a lot bro i I don't want to make people feel anyway i'm not saying every show i play i'm super confident and it's gonna be yeah yeah. i mean with like the solo sets too i'll be less likely to be like come out like have like i'm more likely you know really yeah with solo with solo i'm like yo i'm showing yeah. up it's just me in a car we're gonna hang out it's Baca. gonna be great cool. yeah like obviously i'll put it on socials and then people who want to come will come or hit me up but yep. i'm doing like, a more like a personal level where we're all more such a small community like i don't want to be like 
I'm playing this show next week. <laughs> I, I don't do that. But it's, like, it's a weird, it's a weird balance. And but I think the confidence thing comes into it. You know, what I mean, like I think that's well, yeah, really valid what you said. If you're just starting out and trying to get people to a show, it's like, um, I've been there and I'm like, oh, are, are we even that good? Like, are like if I tell we probably come, weren't. Dude. Yeah, exactly. You know what you, I mean? You got to get those those years in. I'm horrified about yeah. those tours what I did with an acoustic guitar ah. and like a DI bot. <laughs> no, for real. Pulled for real? Videos. Yeah, I look back on that. I'm like, oh, I had a great time. We killed it. And then I'm looking back and I'm like, yo, we probably didn't. <laughs> you never know. Well, yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, though, yeah. like we did what we were there to do in the moment. And I had like <laughs> some of the same songs that I still believe in you know yeah. like i didn't just they didn't come out of nowhere you know yeah and like yeah it's a weird one i i'm contextualizing a lot of that shit yeah. right now yeah yeah for sure for sure definitely mm-hmm. so like do you have any long-term goals as far as with holy pinto and your like artistic wise or yeah or is it more of just like life and just where you want to end up like it's a bit of both man yeah. i'm feeling really like yeah it's a bit of both i think like I'm Can feeling, I ask how old you are? I'm 33. 33. So I'm like early 30s. Um, I started this super late. Like I started this when I was like 24. Okay. So I feel... How much... How old are you? I'm 24. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I always say to like people like my drummer Corey's 24. Um, you guys should hang out actually. He's a great... Corey? Yeah, cool. yeah. Great lad. He used to play in a, that Clementine... Clementine, band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used to play okay. in that band. He's from Rockford. He moved up gotcha. as well. And yeah, yeah. Um, it's like I started late. And I always want to say that to people where, like, if you're 24, if you're doing a thing, you know, it's like, yo, I started at your age. You know, I'm still figuring out where I need to be. I still, I've done it for, like, nine years, you know. And uh, I remember when I started this, you, you always think when you're younger, you know, especially. Like, again, like, I was 24. I see that as young because I was nine years ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, like... Uh, yo i was probably not a 24 year old i was probably a 17 year old you know what i mean because mm. i started when you have that beginner's mind you're just like i'm fucking sick right, <laughs> right. the world. <laughs> like you know all that shit and then you're like i'll do it and it's like i remember people saying like in music like you got to do this for 10 years to to see rewards you know yeah and i was like i was like nah fuck that i'm gonna do this quick it's gonna be great. you know yeah, but then yeah. i was also like I don't care. I'm in it for 10 years. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm approaching that 10 year mark and I'm like looking at it and I'm seeing some nice stuff. 10 years, and I'm man. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time actually. And it's been a lot though, you know, in that time, like I've done different things. I had different jobs. I've moved country. I've had yeah. different girlfriends. I've, you know, yeah. like life has turned and honestly, the only time that I felt I wasn't moving was that kind of COVID era where I felt like nothing was changing. Nothing was like musically or life, you know, because it does come hand in hand. I think the more you build your life with it and feel good about it, I think is like really the key, you know, if you want to do more of it and sacrifice work, you want to do more work and sacrifice music. Like I think that's someone, everyone has to find the balance, find what you want to do, you know, like find what you want to do. Like, and then with the band thing as well, you know, like, um, you know, I have band members that try and structure their life around it so they're happy in both. Right. And that's always something I want to encourage, you know right. what I mean? But also, like, I want to tour, so do you want to, you know what I mean? It's kind of a bit of both. It's like, th- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so my, yeah. my bass is 39 and my drum is 24. Wow. And we don't yeah. give a fuck, yeah. but it's like, we're literally just like, 
both of them and me have set up our life so that we can do what we want to do and we yeah. work around that and f- try and figure it out yeah. and there's always like more you can do or less you, can, you know what i mean there's always like wiggle room of just like we're all figuring this shit out in real time yeah. you know it's being a human yeah, but like man. yeah i don't know i don't know so like it's just i don't know yeah uh goals goals you know what man i'm really sick of booking my own shows um and it's not like i want an agent to handle this shit to me it's not that at all it's more like i'm spending so much time and mental real estate on like booking shows that like it's really draining all of my life force and all of my music time and i think about how i want to finish a record um, and i want to put out the four yeah. And I feel like all my music allocation of brain is going towards that. Yeah. And I I want that to end soon. So just to be frank, like that's something I want to end. I want to like Booking. try and, yeah, I want to, I want to try and start like having a few more opportunities by way of hopping on tours or even co-opting tours with other bands that feel right where I'm not doing most of it. Cause that, yeah. ha- that can happen a lot as yeah. well. Um, that's like a immediate kind of, lifestyle design how do i want my music life to look i want to be doing less of that like and whether that comes or not whatever i'm just gonna try my best you know that um i want to just be on more things i got to play the back room where you got to have a great incredible i got to play that opening for my fucking idol my musical idol number one is this guy called jens lekman he's like a swedish singer songwriter yeah and i yeah and like Again, it was backroom. It was like, I, the way I contextualize it to people is like, I don't know. You could play big outdoor festivals and they're a festival. So even though you're playing to thousands of people, you're like, I'm not really playing to thousands of people. Like, you know, you contextualize everything, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like, I would have rather played that show than played to the Riverside Theater. Wow. 100%. Wow. Because that guy was like, growing up, I remember like, his music changed my life and what he does is so important to me and his music's so important to me that to just be on that show was like everything. I remember like he was, he sells out like when he plays London, he plays like a 800,000 cap room. It was pretty well. He's like, so he sells out back room yeah. when he does it. Yeah. And it's like, what, 200 cap in Milwaukee. So that's, yeah. yeah, three. So that's a good, like good space. And I remember seeing him in London on a warehouse show, which was literally a swear down. And it's the first thing I thought of when I walked into your apartment, it's this. Yeah. Like I remember yeah. lying on like the mezzanine, like bed area uh-huh. and watching him play like Fuck in fact it was probably even a little bit smaller Holy and he put out shit. yeah he put out an email blast it was in between albums and like he put out an email blast was, like first 10 people to hit me back get to come to this house show that i'm doing just for fun and like me and one of my close friends both got that email in real time and emailed each other's names Whoa. and i was like yeah it was like Whoa. huge it was great i spilled wine on uh, the <laughs> carpet of the i felt so <laughs> fucking bad so that sucked but apart from that it was great yeah Yo. so it was like i don't know t- and like when <coughs> i when i was in milwaukee i remember the one of the reasons i came to milwaukee was my friend alex said i could stay there but also i knew that jens lakeman was playing on the like 12th of february of that year uh-huh. and i knew i like literally was like okay I'm going to stay in Milwaukee till then. And then I leave on tour the next, like it was a part of my thing. It was like, right. I need to see him on this tour. Where do I do it? And it was Milwaukee and it was a back room. Yep. Yep. It just came full circle in a yeah. fucked up way. That's like the same crazy. way, as, the same way as you're like, where like, it just came so full circle where yeah. I was like, Oh shit. And it just fills your heart with this possibility for me. It was like, 
I want to open for bands on this level. Yeah. Uh, these are the rooms I want to play. I'm not dreaming of arenas and shit. I just yeah. want to do the back rooms. Yeah. I want to like be a band yeah. that's touring those spaces yep. and has that kind of like close, close knit, yep. few people that are, you connect with there and like, you. Yeah. yeah, right. And so like that felt really affirming when we played it. It was really fun. It felt good. And I think we did well with the crowd and I've seen the evidence of that, like people coming back out and like, that was sick yeah (laughs) and and i'll take that and that's given me (laughs) a year of salt lake city shows falling through sure (laughs) you know what i mean like it's given me yeah yeah right yeah yeah (laughs) but that's given me that (laughs) so yeah Yeah. it's a fucking weird roller coaster man crazy yeah just try to be positive did you talk to him or like meet him when you saw him in london that time i i've met him a couple times i would always say hi but like be one of the people you know like i know my place you know yeah yeah yeah, he did say to me after the show he's like you email me sometimes and actually you know what's fucked up i can't believe i haven't told anyone this actually apart from my girlfriend so it's funny we're having a good hang, so. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I was you know. gonna say you gotta get you gotta win some poker. Tonight. This is fucked up. I I have not. I'm one day I'll post this on the internet. Okay. But I don't like the internet very much, so I don't really do it. So yeah. I have this right. This is an email. It's in my favorites. I clicked favorite because I knew there would be a time where this would come up. Oh my god! If I don't find it quickly, it's still worth it. I'll oh, it no, out. I believe you. Yeah, okay, okay, time. okay, okay. So this this is an email I wrote. Okay, so bear in mind. Okay, so <laughs> like, I started this shit when I was twenty four, right? Yep. And that was twenty thirteen, I think. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah, twenty thirteen. And uh, this is an email I sent to Jens Lakeman from his like contact submission site. Sure. Two thousand fifteenth of June two thousand nine, right? Oh, so yeah, so. I had like, I was doing what's called English civil oh, service. Oh, oh no, shit. no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Should I go that? Beer spillage. You. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because literally what I was talking about relates to this. Um, yeah, I was doing like, I had this shift at like a silver service job, which is what we call it in England, which was essentially handing out champagne trays to rich people. Uh-huh. Like, you know, and it was like in London and it was like actually a really cool night. It was a really nice summer's night. I remember it. Uh-huh. And uh, I did like a shift of that. And I'd written this email like the day before or like a few days before. It was 15th of June, 2009, right? You can see it here. I've got a <laughs> screenshot of this shit. Just the room is real. And I wrote, Hello. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote hello. <laughs> 2009, man. Yeah. Hello. At 13, I fell in love with music later than most, but it struck me hard young, nonetheless. Now I'm 19. I play a few instruments, write music, but I cannot sing. Bolded. Look. Bolded. I fucking bolded that. I have tried, but I'm left wondering whether I'll ever be able to complete my music with my voice. That's all I wrote because he had like a thing where he wrote, he wrote on his website, on his blog, like send me an email. It has to be 50 words, just about what you want it to be. That's hence the title 50 words. Cause that's so informal. That's not like, Hey man, that's not, yeah. that's not a two way conversation. Right. So I already feel guilty, about yeah, it. Right, but that's right. what it was. <laughs> and then he wrote back 2nd of July, 2009 voices take a long time to mature. I couldn't sing until I was 21. Don't give up. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking cool. 2009. And then, and then in like 2022, I opened for him in Milwaukee after this meandering eight years of weird shit in like another city. 
Yeah. Wild. Cool, right? Especially because yeah. you're not even from Milwaukee. No. Just a random city. No, right. Just ended up Yeah, so you go like like fucking eight wow. years, eight years of putting your time into this shit. And like you have a moment like that where you're like, oh, well, you don't predict wow. that. You don't predict that shit, you know? So it's like, yeah. it's cool. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. That, Full circles. Yeah. yeah. That's sick. You got the email right there. Did you show him that at all? Or? No. No. I didn't show him that. I didn't show any of my friends that. Whoa. I kept that to myself, actually. Whoa, man. Yeah. And it seemed appropriate Appreciate for the you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's appropriate. Amazing. And yeah. also, if you've listened to this podcast for two hours, yeah, no, kind right. of, you're allowed that, you know? <laughs> you deserve that little that It's little in the slice, depth. It's in the, the depth slice, of the right, thing. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that, that was really cool. So, Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man, for real. Whoa. We need that shit. You need fuel. I think you'll... Uh, You'll be in touch with them another for another something else in the future too. I think we'll come back another yeah. another three sixty somewhere or the other. If you just keep going, you know. Just yeah, I mean, you never like you never know. Like it could be cool things. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. I did, it felt good. It was yeah. cool after COVID as well. It was very cathartic. <laughs> oh know? sure, like, right. Yeah, it was Finally. like shows were back. I mean, we caught COVID. No, not that tour. We caught COVID on the next tour we did. But yeah, I mean, you know, gotcha. That was always oh gonna happen. God. Yeah. So it, it was still the specter of that, though. You know, right, right. Like it was May last year where things were still a little bit. Yep. Yeah. I, I think we're in a good spot now. I think we're in a good. What so do you, you got a tour coming up April? Yes, uh, West Coast. West Coast. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do you want to wrap this up right away? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Okay. I poke a night. So, I know. I like, want to get you there, it's but it's don't want to hold you too long. It's in know? River West, though. It's oh, like cool. down the okay, road. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. sweet. But um, yeah, and next Thursday, we're going to do that bowling next show. Next Thursday, we're playing at the Howard House. I'm available. Let's I don't know do when it. this comes out. It'll probably be after that, let's right? do it. No, I, I edit these puppies up pretty quick. Oh, shit. All right. They'll be probably... What's today? Thursday? Probably this weekend. All right, then we're cool. And then you, when you post it, you can be like, and we're doing a bowling exactly. night. Exactly. Do you, you want to call it like Social Sig and Holy Pinto bowling night? Yeah, dude, let's fucking do it. Yeah, do you yeah, want to do that? Yeah. Because like my friends are playing X-Ray and they don't want me to like announce them and like, you know, all okay. that. But they can share it on the slide. I don't know. Wait, which, like, which friends? Uh, Car, 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 okay. Yeah. You shake yeah. them out. They're cool. No, yeah, we can do Holy Pinto Social Sig. Social bowling Sig night. Ho- yeah, let's fucking do it. Bowling night, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's fucking do it. Let's yeah, do it. It sounds fun. Let's fucking do it. I love this. I'm so down. Yes, I'm so down. <laughs> this is a long time in the making, man. I'm glad Absolute, we hung out. Dude, I, I saw you outside that practice space. I was like, Yo, man, have we not hung I, out yet? As I yeah. mentioned, dude, I think I, I saw you at Bradford one time. I think we made might have made eye contact. Bradford, Bradford, the beach, and it was cold. It wasn't warm. It was like cold. <laughs> You were walking with some lady. Mike, probably I, I my was, girlfriend. I was, with, I was with some friends. This was like probably during COVID. That's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, you had long hair, maybe some like bleached ends. Yeah, I still I, do. It was for sure it, you. No it was for it. sure no you. It's, it. <laughs> yeah. it's still bleached. Yeah. You got the bleach. Yeah, 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 right. Dude, I was like, because... That's so I did not man. I did not recognize so or see you. I would always say hi. Like I would never. Well, for not. sure. I mean, I was like, uh, is that like I don't know? And then it was just such a quick moment that it was just because you were like mid conversation and yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, but man, yeah, I was like I was saying before. I just know have known of Holy Pinto, the project in Milwaukee for 
few years, like t- since twenty nineteen. Okay, that's, that's dope, man. Yeah. Dylan uh, from Honey Creek. Was oh, like, really? Dude, you got to talk with uh, Eamon. Oh, really? That's Did I cool. Didn't know how you say your name, Eamon. Yeah, Amen. yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> oh, the Holy I Pinto, tell you, man. The amount of people have fucked it up in the last few. Do days. people ever call you Holy Pinto? Just yes, Pinto. Yes. Yeah. It's wild. It's, it's wild, actually. Wait, real quick before we end this, how did yeah. you, how did you come up with Holy Pinto? Oh fucking it's a hell! Fucking cool ass name. Again, we're three hours in or whatever. So uh, I'll <laughs> hour forty three. Hour forty three. I this usually, ain't bad. I this usually ain't bad. don't tell the story. Um, <laughs> um, so I did student radio when I was in Manchester University yeah. with my friend Ryan, who was my drummer at the time. Like we were two piece, and uh, I played drums in a band called Handsome Panda, which is I still that's not a terrible. It's not a great name, but it's not a terrible name. And um, I tried to trick, like, the radio show into playing us. So I, like, uploaded it. And I was like, fuck, I have to find, like, a band name that has, like, the same initials. And those were the first first two words that came into my head. There was, like, a band called, like, Holy Ghost or Holy Fuck that was, like, with an exclamation mark that was big at the time. Uh-huh. I think I was reading about Pinto Beans being, like, really good for your health. And I was like, I just, I mean, that just came out. Yeah. And yeah. then I, like, tricked my friend on air into playing us. And he was like, fuck hell man you know yes and then when we started a band i was like we should just name it after that and he was like i actually quite like that and i i like it's a cool ass name do you like it i'm like it's cool it's cool oh, i wish i could go back on it no nah, nah, you're nine I'm years kinda, in you can't do that you i know but like maybe you attend and then like it's like all right new name like i don't know pinto i don't want to use my okay so uh, this is another question we're gonna we could do this forever yeah, but no. like you you obviously do the same thing where you're parker and you have social sick yeah. and i'm aim and i have only pinto yeah and like i wouldn't want to use my own name yeah i'm like glad i didn't i think that would yeah. be too much i mean like i still feel like this shit is me and this shit is you and people associate it but like fuck it'd be kind of a bit too much wouldn't it and how do you feel about that i think i I thought about doing like a part. So I, before social sake, I was going by Arcilla kid, even just Arcilla kid. Arcilla is my middle name and it's my mom's maiden name. And okay. we have all these cousins with the middle name Arcilla. And it's, it was just like kind of a family thing. So I'm an Arcilla kid. And even that name kind of felt like I didn't want to be walking down the street and people being like, yo, Arcilla kid, like, or I don't know. For some reason, when I first was starting, I didn't want to associate me personally so much with the music, but it's kind of like revolved and changed into this thing where literally, I mean, so then I kind of morphed into social sig as like a band name, but also a solo project, but also a band. It's just like, I feel like I'm not getting this out as well. No, I know. Well, no, but no, but it's the same thing, right? You didn't want it to feel too identified with just you. Yeah. Like, I, I could always it pretend separate. it's a band if I want to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know it's I mean? nice to have that choice, which is, I think we're in a really good situation as far as, like, if we want to do a solo set, but also a full band. Yeah. If we want to do, like, a anything, it's that project is Holy Pinto and that project is Social Sig. Right. Which I think is really, really qu- sweet to have that flexibility with it. Yeah, I think know? so as well. I think it's cool as well. I think, like, at the end of the day, like, we're songwriters, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's just a vessel for songwriting, right. and I think that's cool. I mean, like, at the end of the day, performance is a performance. Right. Like, whoever you have with you, it's the same songs. You're still trying to get your message across, right? right. So I think it's cool. I also like, I like bands. I like fully realized musical visions, you know, mm. and like, it would be weird to just have your own name. Yeah. On that, I get it though when people do 
Yeah. Oh, you know? for sure. Like Andy Schaff, but he's playing exactly. the clarinet. I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, but like Andy Schaff is the band. So it's a, it's a weird distinction. It's yeah. really just marketability at the end of the day. Do you it's think like, so? That's so interesting because I have so many different people in my life that like some people are like, oh, they go with their own name because it's marketable and they're going to be made. And then some people are like, they don't want to have their own name because like it's cooler to be a band. And <laughs> it's just like, I don't even, people have so many different opinions on that. And I'm yeah. just like, just fucking whatever. Like, yeah, right, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I if, mean, like, I, I, as I was mentioned, I don't know, man. I think with Social Sig 2, it was just everything I wanted to do because I always knew I wanted to do a podcast and, mm-hmm. and maybe in like, earlier in college i started a t-shirt brand and i was just into so many different things and music just kept popping up back in my life like kept coming back to it and i think i have just so many different interests that social say i really just look at as like a passion project for myself like maybe one day i'll be a woodworker and be like a social like social sig would be the brand of woodworking i don't know i don't know that was bad example. Yeah, that's kind of cool though i just no, like keep cool. it under one roof i guess that's cool. Yeah, that's know. cool. You're I like a know. human brand. <laughs> I guess, yeah. With exactly. a musical arm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I, I feel like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like it's like this is my musical project, but I feel like I brand other shit with this. You know, the merch game. And exactly. All this. Right, I feel right, like I'm, exactly. I'm doing that, but you're like this and then but then merch, in all the music. music yeah but yeah. you're it's interesting yeah i don't know it's flexible oh, like, at the end of the day <laughs> we're yeah. fucking crazy yeah <laughs> all right thanks y'all for watching check out holy pinto and uh see you guys soon all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming on Cheers. man Cheers.